you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. No, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is uh, Lee. And, uh, oh, Seth's mind is blown <laughs> because I let off our count. We usually count into the show because we're pros here. Mm-hmm. And I let it off with the pledge. Which is the first part of any magic trick. Mm -hmm. And then I did the second part that I can never remember the name of. called the turn. And then the turn, which was, (laughs) I guess, letting them count after me. And then the prestige was I wasn't doing a stupid voice after all. Yeah, you you really (laughs) fooled me. I thought you were going to just do the worst Michael Caine impression uh, for this entire opening. And I'm not sure why. I thought I saw the shadow of one of your twins in the background too, and I, <laughs> I'm still jury's out on that one. But uh. yeah, they're they're in medical school. They're studying to be a gynecologist. That's a David Cronenberg oh, reference. Oh, sure enough. is. Yeah. Jeez, we've we've covered it. <laughs> oh yeah, great movie. Um, anyway, this is episode one, Ghoul five, which is <laughs> it's cool to stand in for seven. <laughs> I think so. In scary language. Mm. Oh, 175 no. this is 175 <laughs> um we are i think this is our last uh uh spooky tober vember ween yeah Tember i think it episode. might be it is hmm. Weird. wow what a journey it's been let's look back really quick on some of the scares i that don't we... remember we picked don't a lot even... of middling shit this time uh, po- <laughs> no we did possessor i i know uh-huh. that Oh yeah, we, hey, by the way, for, for those of you keeping score, we did a movie that wasn't out yet and called our shot on it becoming a big horror classic and it's blowing up all my, my social yeah, media Yeah, I right see now. it everywhere Good. right now. So when this comes out in three weeks, you'll know that we heard it. You heard it here first, mm-hmm. you bastards. That we or, know or if that you were we... at Sundance two years ago, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you listen to an episode that's already out where we talk about it, mm-hmm. um, that movie anyway yep uh before i forget marielle thank you for everything you do mm-hmm. check out our twitter Endless which thing. is at faking movies hey oh, hey it's yeah. the part i never do uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. i forgot that was a part of twitter <laughs> it, telling people where our twitter is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. want to thank friend of the show kev real quick because he left a review on itunes literally there are so few reviews that we could shout out each individual yeah. review at this point and yes. i will on the show we yeah have way more than i remember like i think everyone that listens eventually did the thing which thanks for everyone yeah did that that's really great yeah and thanks kev that's... in particular oh for yeah. sure he's the head of the thanks, street team kev. Uh, uh-huh. it's his he duty, is he's honestly. he's drawn uncut uncut dicks all over the back of stop signs that's true and we couldn't do it without him <sighs> nope <laughs> yuck all right <laughs> Um, well, uh, so bef- before we get going this week, I, I do want to pitch an idea really quick. Um, in honor of the end of S- Octo Ween Fest, um, <laughs> I have a I have a thought, and tell me what you guys think. Uh, my partner already said that this is nothing, but um, 
I was thinking about mm-hmm. applying for a grant to put on a uh, a stage production, real low budget black box theater. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, if anyone ever asks you, you know, if the pandemic ever ends, mm-hmm. hey, uh, my friend's uh, putting on a production in a black box theater. You should run away. Don't go to see that. <laughs> that person's not your friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, <it> turns out. Yep. <laughs> no one purposely asks anyone to go do that. Yep. Um, no, don't do it. So, it's a trap. My my pitch here, and uh, I'm asking for $6 million for a 5% stake. Okay, uh, ooh, that's a little rough, but go ahead. It's a prequel to Dirty Dancing. Just okay. called Dancing? Well, and so what it is, is it's a it's a single room and it's uh, the parents of uh, Lisa and Baby mm-hmm. uh, have a infant in the room with them. They're brand new parents. And a fully grown Lisa alien appears in their home. Jesus, this and, took a turn. All right. And it's a on. balance. It's a one act or whatever. And it's them balancing between being terrified and protecting their child and also teaching this alien how to be human because if you remember dirty dancing lisa is definitely an alien yeah that's true mm. accurate and you also know, it'll serve as an or- it'll serve as an origin for where baby got the nickname baby from because lisa um, will just be like they're teaching her words baby yeah. baby yep baby honestly you had me as soon as you wanted to cast a baby in live theater mm. uh, that is that is a can't lose idea right there yeah <laughs> Yep, nailed it. You can oh, have my six million. <laughs> oh god, oh, sweet! I didn't even I just think need, about the uh, ramifications of that nightmare scenario. Jesus! I just need nineteen more people with six million dollars. Yep, Thank you yep. so much, Zach. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm not gonna embezzle any of this. <laughs> it's gonna be a big fuck theater for two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. By the way, a black you could, box uh, version you... of Carnegie Hall. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to black out an entire domed football stadium. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, you can actually you can make the check out to Legos to Rio for fifty years. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. mm. LLC. Mm-hmm. LLC. I don't know if I would even like Rio, but uh, hey, <laughs> it's the dream. Love it. Wow, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So now that my dumb shit's over, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's this episode? Oh, um, well, uh, I am faking a movie for this final uh, spooky Vember-ween-tober. Um, and what you guys gave me was a movie called Vivarium. Correct. And you only gave me two actors. Yep. They are Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg. I swear to God, I look up Imogen Poots every time we have a movie with Imogen Poots in it, and it looks like I'm finding pictures of a different person every time. <laughs> she is good at um, mm-hmm. filling the role. Uh, so her and Jesse were both in The Art of Self-Defense as well, mm. and she plays a real weirdo in that, and it's quite good. Yeah, mm. Is that movie good? It looked like it was going to be insufferable. Yeah. Uh, it's a little column A, a little column B, um, mm. but if you like indie movies and especially if you like to pretend that you like indie movies that's Ooh. definitely a movie oh you now you're talking to me yeah i think we're all kind of in that club a little is, bit does sure. does the ghost of mario batali show up at all or no god oh, right it would have been out of place but i would have enjoyed it yeah yeah, yeah. that bastard or maybe mm-hmm. they kick the shit out of him in real life or something yeah self-defense I'm fine style. with that 
Do you think we could like sneak around into? I'm sure he still has a restaurant that people are still going to because there's dirt bags out there. Sure are. Do you think we could sneak in and fill his his Crocs with red sauce, like really <laughs> piping hot red sauce, just every day? So oh, I can't believe I got tricked again. Ah, like, they got me. My burned feet. <laughs> My feet just won't heal. That's a pretty low stakes ongoing goof. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. I mean, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. So, uh, 2021, the year of the red sauce. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna need a budget for this, and I'm proposing six million dollars for five percent of that red sauce. Yeah, all the red sauce in the world. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting theory. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> I have a long one. It's a long movie. Right on. Uh, at least my version of it. Uh, so, um, yeah. As so long as the cast is short. Yeah, mm. kind of. Uh, so it's Vivarium with Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenbergs. And like, at first I tried to, of course, do all the bullshit with the Latin, but it's already a Latin word, you bastards. Sure is. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Zach picked this one. I can't, like. Yeah, yeah and, and like. <laughs> It, I mean, vivus is a living thing, and arium is a suffix that means a place for, right? So it's a place for living things or whatever. That, that oh, was ex- that why explicitly the purpose, I believe, is mm-hmm. a place where one lives, yes. Mm-hmm. A planetarium is a place where planets live? Yep. Yeah. Well, n- not live. It's a place, where plan- <laughs> a place for planets, because I said atrium <laughs> is a place for, not um... a place for living. A place, mean, comma, planets, period. My middle, that weird room in my middle school didn't have, like, Jupiter in it. It was just a picture. You had a planetarium in your yeah. middle school? What? Can we go Dude, there was, right now? Yeah. It was a wild. Yeah, there was. <laughs> that and is. it was barely working. Yeah, of course it was. Well, sure. Because they yeah. never have worked. They the only way that happens the is if they condemned a planetarium and then didn't tear it down and built a middle school around it. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been. It was so small, too. It was, like, barely bigger than a normal classroom. Wow. wow. Gr- growing up, I do remember that the... Um, the the uh one of the elementary schools in one of the three districts in my county had a uh had a planetarium and like an observatory in it in the middle of a college Jesus. town it was very confusing wow hmm. um, grant money Ooh. yeah mostly i remember my middle school science teacher frustratedly trying to make everything work and cursing a lot in a pitch black room <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like every experience I've ever had with a planetarium. <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed to be this scary and intimidating? I don't. I don't this wasn't in the brochure. I had I nightmares. <laughs> like, we, so we, there was a blow up one that I remember uh, that oh. they would sometimes bring around because I went to the the not rich kid school that had a planetarium in it. And I went to a different one. I'm sorry. Real quick, blow up planetarium. I'm gonna be on Amazon while you're telling this. Yeah. Story. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and it had this big fan, but it meant that there was like a big gaping like fan hole at one side of oh, the yeah. thing. And I remember the teacher saying it was a black hole. And if we sat too close to it, we would be sucked in and die. And I was like, oh my. And they said we would die. Not just dark. Whoa. I mean, to be fair, those are also like industrial, like chicken barn fans. So she yeah. was only like sort of not. It's true. Like, she yeah. was only kind of kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, guys, we could get one for eleven hundred dollars. I'll I'll do that for a six million stake at five percent or whatever the yeah. shit you keep saying. That's really not that much. Holy. 
right. I mean, only... we get we get twenty to thirty minutes of fun out of that. That's yeah. It's only ten worthy. feet in diameter. It's not that big. Oh, you can get a thirteen foot one for fourteen hundred dollars. Uh. What if we buy a geodesic dome tent and then like a projector? That would still probably cost more. It might. It might. Yeah, yeah. Not if we build it out of wrought iron and sweat. I do like that. that if it's like built out of wrought iron, we have to fill it with butterflies. Hmm. I don't. What? Yeah, like a wrought iron and glass butterfly aviary. Like we're Victorian dandies. Oh. oh. I mean, I really am a Victorian dandy at all. <laughs> if I was going to be a type of dandy, that's the type mm-hmm. I would be. Sure. I'd probably be some kind of fop, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. All right, Vivarium. <laughs> Vivarium. You guys want to hear my very, very long movie because we've been belaboring the point for a while? Hell yeah. All right. So uh, I warned you before we started recording, there's a lot more dialogue than I usually do. Um, so get ready for that. That's fine. I, I've recently acquired the rights to put on shows in a black box theater, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, we open with a close-up on Imogen Poot's face and Jesse Eisenberg's faces, but they're back to back. And their faces seem contorted slightly as if they're struggling. And then we slowly pull back and we Dutch angle spiral our way to a wider shot. And we see that they are tied together, hanging upside down over a rusty colored stained massive basin. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> right into it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is not bode well. Uh, you'll never get away with this, Dracula, Imogen yells. <laughs> okay. Uh, Just uh, straight straight to it. All right. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Uh, uh, uh. A voice says from off screen. Oh, just this. Imogen calmly says as she she shifts suddenly and we hear a sickening crack and a yelp from Jesse Eisenberg. Imogen has seemingly broken Jesse's shoulder and that movement was enough to loosen the ropes so she could easily slip out of the ropes binding them. She swiftly flips down and hero poses onto the floor. As she does, Jesse sort of tumbles out of the ropes and crumples onto the floor with a whimper. You have cast this correctly. <laughs> yeah, I was say that 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 really speaks to me for Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So what says a pale-looking asshole? He Here turns. He turns around just in time to see Imogen bounding at him with a wooden shard, and we cut to a stylized uh, uh credit theme song, and they slash across the screen with like silhouettes of different classical movie monsters and stuff. And these cool. are like, oh, yeah. this is the universal dark universe, but like done oh. right. Yeah, yeah, sure. It could be, yeah. Um, also, can I just say, why does no one just wait for daytime and destroy all the soil that Dracula keeps in his compound? Well, <laughs> well yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good point. In his in his c- corpse, his mort mort varium, mort mortarium. Mm. Yeah. There you go. In, okay. in Carfax you Abbey. You know that the Carfox fucks in Carfax I Abbey. I did know about the Carfox. Carfox. Carfax. <laughs> fuck. Yep. No, you got all the pieces. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, after. That ab- was a delirious road trip joke that Seth and I made with each other like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, endlessly. Was that after his ex bachelor party? It might have been. I think it was. Yeah. Mm hmm. That sets the stage correctly for that type of conversation. Yeah, sure. there was a giant thunder. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So after this, we open back up to Imogen cleaning off the dark red viscera off of her in some kind of cloak. And like there's like a, you know, Maltese cross or whatever that's kind of dangling there or whatever. She's clearly murdered this Dracula. Mm. Um, and uh, Jesse limps over and is like, I sure wish you'd give me some warning next time, Viv. Um, I think you broke mm. my arm. Uh, if I warned you, it wouldn't have been a surprise to that asshole. Besides, I just dislocated it. And she says that she gives a swift yank on Jesse's arm, and it pops it back into place. Oh, just like in the best of the best. I I don't know what that is. But I don't know. Sure. It's a it's a karate movie from the eighties. Mm. Uh. Anyway, he yelps again, and then rubs his arm, kind of like working working at the joint. Um, and Man, there's um, a lot of dialogue in this movie. There is so much more dialogue. <laughs> just wait. Um, so. So, did you just kill Dracula? The Dracula? <laughs> I was going to say, that did not take long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, the real Dracula has been dead for at least a century. Just every couple of years or so, some lower level Dracula, like, they want, they like decide they want to take up his mantle and they try to take over the world or some small country or whatever. Oh, it's like a regular Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, Punk ass, low level Dracula's always trying that shit. She says <laughs> as she drops the cloak in a very, like, derisive way um as she finishes cleaning up mm. um how do you know all this because i read jesse oh he sort of squeaks <laughs> um so now we shift back to uh imogen and jesse's apartment or office or whatever um jesse's spaces are all neat and tidy while imogen's are a complete disaster papers and books and you know weird artifacts are scattered all over uh, newspaper clippings of all sorts of paranormal happenings are scattered all over the place. And let me let you ask me a question, fellas. Are there cork boards? You bet your Ooh. ass there are cork boards yeah. with red strings. I mean, how much, red red string? how much colored yeah. string is going to be yeah. involved with these yeah. cork boards? Yeah, baby. It's a real Holmes and Watson, like, you know, the square and then the, like, torture genius kind of sitch, it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Jesse is in the kitchen or whatever when an old school style telephone rings and Imogen says, Vivian Arium, pest control, she says with air quotes, pest wow. control. I like uh, the idea of doing air quotes for someone who can't see the air quotes. Yeah, so. for Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, they're for Jesse or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're just for the audience. Yeah. Um, and she says, uh, you're sure as shit I can remove an infestation of mothmen in the museum. Well, uh, I'm gonna need you to pause right there. There aren't moth men. There is a moth man. There are, and that is why that is why the moth man is so tragic, Seth. Oh, Lee, there he just aren't cries out for his species that doesn't. There exist. aren't such things as Draculas as a category either, <laughs> but they kept calling them Draculas. Yeah, you do have to heighten the stakes in these kind of movies. Yeah, like, dudes. Why so, not? You know what? Men? You know what you use to kill Draculas? Stakes. Can I Let's continue? Just sit in that one. Yeah. Okay, we're good. I'm yeah. going to continue. All right. <laughs> You're sure as shit I can remove an infestation of mothmen in the museum. Let's Man. meet at the cafe tonight, one hour before sundown. Mothmen don't get active until around the Man. witching hour. So we can discuss, and then we can discuss my fees. Click. Um, as Imogen starts putting uh, all of her gear together and they load into Jesse's hatchback car, the car ride is uncomfortable. Imogen says, uh, dude, what's up with you? Um, 
And then Jesse says, uh, I just don't know why you keep me around. I can't fight. I don't know anything about half of these monsters. Pests, Imogen corrects. Oh. Right, any of these pests. Well, Imogen turns to him and looks at him earnestly. You've got a car. And then slaps him uh, on the back and laughs, and Jesse grimaces and then eventually cracks a smile. That's sort of the relationship we've got going there. I, like, it's it's very much a thing that has been done before, but it is beloved. That uh, is, yeah. this movie is nothing but tropes. I'll sure. just tell you that right now. It sounds like cooler Van Helsing where it's Imogen Poots. Uh, and it's also, like, it's very light and fun. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, like the you're, Deadpool You're usually not a light and fun guy, and this is pretty light and fun. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. It, so far, so it keeps going. There's so much of this. I'm so sorry, fellas. Yeah. Um, so uh, we do a bunch of, like situational meetings at the cafe or whatever with the with the museum people um and a whole lot of imogen being a badass and fighting whatever she has fighting with whatever she has handy like picking up you know uh uh, museum artifacts or whatever while uh jesse shrieks and cowers even at one point uh mothman picks him up in the atrium huh and uh you know it's about to drop him from a great height only for Imogen to, like, swing in and save him. You know, he's a real loser. Um, after this sequence, we're back at the apartment several days later. Imogen uh, flipping between playing some anachronistic game controller in one hand while holding up a book reading in the other and occasionally lifting a slice of pizza up with her feet to her face to eat it, never taking her eyes off of the either two things that she's doing. Yep. Um, they get another call. Jesse heads towards the phone only to have Imogen cartwheel over and uh, pick up the receiver <laughs> first. Uh, I do enjoy any movie that like just hammers home the idea that Jesse Eisenberg kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's really in his element here. For yeah, sure. mm-hmm. he's really playing that part. Um, yeah. Right. And as soon as she picks up the receiver, she drops the book that she was holding. So we cut to the car. Imogen is grim-faced as they drive to meet someone out at some seedy docks. A uh, a figure shrouded in darkness comes to greet them on a lonely pier. His voice is dark and deep and uh, with sort of an unplaceable accent. Imogen listens to what the man describes, what pest uh, has to be removed. Uh, a swamp thing. Um, Imogen nods. Uh, but says little. Jesse sort of has to do most of the talking and negotiating, and a deal is struck. They're given like a dossier, and they get back in the car. And Jesse asks, uh, "Okay, what the hell is going on with you?" Um, a swamp thing killed my parents. Is all Imogen <laughs> says. And Man, they... swamp thing does not get enough screen time. I'm so glad that he's I, in here. Yeah, I had a swamp. I feel like Swamp Thing was like one of those 80s R-rated movies that had lots of toys because I had a Swamp Thing action figure that mm-hmm. I dearly loved i also child. did i don't yeah. know that it even existed did, there was like a cartoon i think but did mm. it have the like the the hand that you could pull out because there was a string and it would like retract back in he is famously viney so i believe mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been a long time but yeah they, oh, they had man. a failed tv show that it got canceled after one episode recently mm-hmm. yeah i remember they that still we're like well we made 10 fuck it release it mm-hmm. it was not for I, good. I used to watch the swamp thing movies a lot as a kid and the live action tv show oh shit okay yeah um Right, so a swamp thing killed my parents, and then they ride that, back. That's the in, title of a movie, right there. <laughs> in, I know. I was just gonna say that. Uh, they ride back in silence, back to the base or whatever. Uh-huh. So um, a lot of this I movie was a teenage swamp is thing. 
tracking down clues, Imogen wrestling with survivor's guilt of living through her Swamp Thing interaction where her parents died, uh, several close calls, and finally catching this creature who has been terrorizing the countryside, but it never quite seems to happen. And Imogen is getting angry and frustrated, and she seems almost crazed. And Jesse is always there, sort of like bringing her back down to calm her, but she like shrugs him off and berates him and a lot sort of stuff. Some real second act bullshit, yeah. uh, shall we say? But so, so Swamp Thing is the big bad in this universe. He's the final boss. I'm like, give, let me finish my story. Okay, sorry, sorry. I just, Jeez. I hope that's true because that is so out of left field. It's so like, wow, I had so many of these 1990 Kenner Swamp Thing action figures. <laughs> anyway, I, I would love to finish my story. Um, so <laughs> I bet you would. So, um. Eventually, Jesse asks why Imogen is so like caught up in this particular case, and she's never acted like this before. Imogen explains how her parents died. They were on an expedition to the bayou, um, oh, where they were supposed gumbo, to gumbo gumbo hey, etouffee, and they were supposed to catalog new taxa of flora and fauna. And they had just discovered this cave that was like just covered in completely new plants and animals. And she remembers screaming. And uh, visions of her parents dead next to her in the face of the swamp thing. And that's all she remembers. And she swore that she would get revenge. And she trained to kill all these, quote, pests that that threaten people. Um, but but Swamp Thing is a is a scientist. Swamp Swamp Thing is a protector of all those that need protecting. I bet this is a misunderstanding. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> so. But you've kind of gotten away with that. You remove any pests at all, not just the threatening ones, mm. uh, says Jesse. Um, now we have some introspection times where Imogen has to come with grips with her desire to remove and eliminate all these supernatural entities and what it means about her and why she does it and the moral, moral relativism of it all. So it gets mm. a little heavy handed here, of course. Mm. Um, and we continue the search and eventually we corner the swamp thing in a cave and when she looks at the creature and looks into its eyes uh she finally understands it was the swamp thing that actually saved her it shielded her from something much worse yep something much worse that killed her parents when the swamp thing found her her parents were already too far gone um and the swamp thing kept her alive and took her back to civilization and uh escaped from whatever this other thing is Yep. And Imogen reaches out and touches the Swamp Thing, and we have flashes of visions um, of her parents' death, and a tear rolls out of the Swamp Thing's eyes, and we have a close-up on Imogen's face as a tear rolls down her eye, and she just says, I understand now, and that's all she can say. Wow. Just then, busting the mood, um, a much more horrifying abomination shows up. A like, sickly gray-green fungal thing bursts in the cave in a cloud of choking yellow spores. And we have like a big, a big fight, and the swamp thing is wounded, and Imogen is wounded, and Jesse manages a hero moment, but gets like just slapped down and, and knocked out and is seemingly dead, yeah. of course. Yeah, you know, it's all yeah. trope stuff. Um, and Imogen figures out a way to kill the fungal creature using fire and some other elaborate bullshit Um, and in the smoking ruins she finds and cradles a beaten Jesse in her arms and she says you asked me once why I keep you around I need you, you keep me grounded and you're my friend, I can't do this without you to which Jesse sort of like stirs, that's so sweet and and he kind of lifts his arm and he sort of slaps 
at her, like mirroring what she had done in the car before. And mm-hmm. he lib- he laboriously says, "And I have a car." And then uh, you know they they there's tears and there's laughing and whatever. Okay, I thought uh, you were gonna say he takes his last breath and dies. <laughs> nah, this is this is <laughs> this is ultimately a positive. Um, yeah, movie. seems like it. Yeah. Um, and we fade back to the apartment, and uh, our heroes are in pretty rough looking shape. They're beaten but bandaged, and the phone rings, and Imogen sort of hobbles over and answers it. Werewolves. Yeah, we can deal with that. And we pan over to see Jesse giving like a bandaged up thumbs up and a swamp thing in a trench coat working at a typewriter giving oh, a mossy oh, thumbs up. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then let's get those werewolves to the vivarium. And then we smash cut oh, to man. a weird poppy cover of some song and like a boilerplate like Viv smash, Arium smash, and then a symbol that sort of looks like a very stylized geometric terrarium. Credits. Wow. That's awesome. We got a new franchise, That's, baby. This is so fucking dope. Um, wow. Also, quick update. I also had the <laughs> Skin Man and Fang Vat action figures and the Anton Arcane action figure, it turns out. Wow. wow. And I can get a snare arm swamp thing for 11 bucks. <laughs> I might do that. Seems pretty good for what the market is. Yeah, Yeah, I should sober up before I decide on that. Mm, yeah, definitely. Seems that. likely. <laughs> um, anyway, that was my Vivarium. Wonderful. Love it. Fuck. If you led with Swamp Thing in a trench coat, I would have been like, <laughs> oh man, you're getting a 10. And then I would have gotten so fucking anxious because it wasn't happening yet. And I would have interrupted <laughs> even more. Uh, and then, like, three movies from now, we have two baby Swamp Things standing on top of each other in a trench coat trying to get into an R rated movie about oh, Swamp Thing. Can shit. You- oh, that's so dope. <laughs> that's, that's very good. so dope. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah, real um, good. Loved it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, this is so much better than the real movie. Before to... we started recording, you were talking about how we don't have like feel good superhero movies in our current times. Mm-hmm. You done done it like that. Was yeah, it right I, well, I wanted I wanted to keep in the spooky spooky Vember uh, can't like time frame also and make a yeah. pseudo horror yeah. action comedy thing. Yeah. Well, and Zach, you you mentioned um, a thing that I've already forgotten. So let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So why don't you tell me about the original? Yeah. I actually really liked I, I really liked writing this one. It was kind of fun. I know. I've, I've got it if you if you don't. I have it in a second. Here we go. Yeah. Um okay. <laughs> real disorganized mess this time. I did <laughs> no. delay us by like thirty minutes while I finished writing, so Oh, I was eating dinner, so you're fine. <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Vivarium. A young couple looking for the perfect home find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. Oh, I saw the trailer for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, an indie an indie movie that's v- sort of horror with Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots? Yeah, I think we all saw the trailer for this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I probably did, yeah. And, yeah. Hmm. All right. Yep. You, wanna, you want something a little longer, baby? Yeah, I do. <laughs> hit me right, hit me i, I do want to i want to preface this with i want to i want to preface this with uh with something i noticed while watching this movie the other day it's on prime by the way um yep. i'd skip it if i were you but okay. you know um, <laughs> it had 14 production company logos i i sent that to zach 
And I assume Zach thought I was exaggerating. I, I counted them. I did. There are wow. 14 production company logos. Jesus That's confusing. I Christ. read the very brief Wikipedia page about this, and it went to Sundance, I think, and then like two very minor production companies picked it up then. Hmm. I can't imagine what nightmare train wreck it went through after that to end up like that. Well, to start off with, it was uh, partially financed by three different uh, nation, like national endowments. Oh, of national oh. endowments. Oh. So, like, <laughs> it was Ireland and I forget two other European countries. Like, all had stakes in in making this movie. Probably Andorra. Um, it's not like set in a place. It's set in a literal fictional universe that doesn't exist it's anywhere. Set, it's set in a back. Lot. I mean, it's yeah. set. It's, it's, it's definitely set not set in, in like Ireland. That's for sure. <laughs> it's set in England. It just ends up uh, not being in in England explicitly. Uh, spoilers. Well, yeah. Obviously, spoilers. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just being an asshole. <laughs> I know. It's Wait. fine. I'm much worse than you. Uh, so. Oh, you want to talk about Swamp Thing toys for a while? <laughs> I think I said my piece on okay. that. I think we um, all think that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, Imogen's a teacher, like kindergarten, I guess. Mm. And Jesse Eisenberg is the gardener who works at the school, I guess. And like the first scene we see him in, he's trying to be like engaging and like charming and i have never been less engaged and charmed by anyone in my entire life (laughs) it's like that's he does like seems like jesse eisenberg's modus operandi i think it's supposed to be like quasi ironic because we all know who jesse eisenberg is but Mm. i could be wrong i don't know yeah so anyway they're going they're doing house hunting and they they go to this like place to look at like a planned neighborhood like houses in a development and this really awkward guy takes them to this house and when they pull into the neighborhood, the clouds, like, the, the way they shoot, the sky looks different. Mm-hmm. So the sun looks fake and the clouds look fake. They go into this house that's identical to every other house. And the guy is, like, leading them around and then, like, bolts. And then they try to get out of the place and they can't get out. And the whole movie is them, like, both trying to get out and coming to terms with being trapped here and like jesse eisenberg tries to burn the house down and then they sleep outside and wake up and the house is back and now there's a box with a baby in it and it says raise this baby and you'll be set free um and the rest of the movie is them raising this child that ages very rapidly Uh and he looks just like young sheldon um It really does. Yep. Yeah, they were a little young Sheldon. Um, <laughs> can you imagine a horror movie more horrific? No, I really can't. <laughs> this is all. And like yeah. Imogen Poots' thing is like she keeps trying to like, she keeps almost getting sucked into being like, like nurturing and stuff. And she has to keep rejecting it when crazy shit happens. And Jesse Eisenberg the whole time is. Mm-hmm. So like what sort of. Uh, the kid like is clearly not human mm-hmm. and like uh, there's a scene where he like he does he impersonates everyone that's how he talks he talks through impersonation oh, he's yeah. like a Kenku and- from D&D huh? Huh? Yeah. any of you yeah, nerds out there want to talk about Kenku is this well, your that Swamp Thing action figure? You want three minutes? We'll get this like <laughs> turn around it, for a that actually a, that actually five on a weird raven that repeats everything. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I say that actually the the name of that actually sounds uh, like relevant because the movie is kind of based on the the premise is like cuckoos where they'll mm-hmm. they'll push the actual yep. birds out of the nest and yep. 
trick also, the Seth, I can I can feel you having a loose seventy five on ravens that repeat a bunch of shit if I'm being honest. Yeah. That's yeah, true. that's a good point. Also cuckoos. I have a lot of information about cuckoos. Well, like they, they get put into the position of, of being the, the parent to the cuckoos, right. essentially. Yeah. To the to the monster. Um, to to Lee's point, like, so she keeps almost getting stockholmed into this whole thing and Jesse is like staunchly like, I will get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Fully lost his mind. Yeah. His whole purpose is like he notices that there's dirt under the fake grass and like he spends the whole movie digging an enormous pit yeah like oh thinking he's that's somehow the escape because like going in a xy axis fashion is not working so z must be the Mm -hmm. the, yeah sure they can also uh, eventually he like so Mm. (laughs) eventually he finds like a, a desiccated corpse in a body bag at the bottom of this pit and then like he weakens to the point of dying and the child, who is now an adult, puts him in a body bag and throws him into the pit. And Imogen Poots is like, you fucking piece of shit. She <laughs> she tries to murder him. Mm-hmm. And he, like, lifts the curb up and dives into a portal that she follows him through. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> and starts following him through different houses that the same stuff is going on to other people. Till she finally, like, falls out and, like, is essentially dead at this point she has nothing left Mm -hmm. and he puts her in a body bag and he's like he goes you've fulfilled your purpose it's mother's purpose to raise the baby until it can go on and then mother dies and then like she starts to mumble something and he he unzips the body bag that he put her in and she's like her last thing is she's like i'm not your fucking mother (laughs) and uh then the 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 weird alien child cuckoo thing zips the bag up and just like whatever like a little pissy kid and (laughs) throws her into the same hole that jesse eisenberg is in and buries them and then drives away in their car and goes into the uh leasing office that they walked into in the beginning and the leasing agent is like desiccated and old now Mm -hmm. and he dies and he folds that body up and puts it in a, a drawer, and now he's the new leasing agent, and the movie starts over again. Yep, new people walk in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh, wait, so, but, wait, but so, like, what is, what is the point? Because they're, they're not, perpe- <laughs> they're not, like, trying, they're not creating more things and spreading them, they're just killing two couples each time that's not an efficient model let's be you honest if you're you gonna like, stopped it what is the point yeah yeah so. yeah you're I gonna do that, a body that... like body snatchers sort of situation where you're like replacing a population or you're just trying to breed uh new aliens no. you have to have them go somewhere i think the right? i think the, the right i think the I think the point of it is supposed to be like just in a the, whatever this creature is, it, it works on like that that base evolutionary function of like my purpose is to continue our species mm-hmm. and that's it. Like sure. it it's sort of the thing you mentioned is sort of what it's subverting as a trope. Like yeah. it's not like a multiply and prosper and take over the world thing. You think it's gonna be something like that that's once you what figure I out what the mechanism is, yeah. but it's not. It's like it very, I think, effectively subverts that and just goes, oh, that whole thing was meaningless. Like, they were just trapped in there. Oh, okay, so. And now nothing matters. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Like, are, are do cuckoos try to overtake local bird populations, or do they just no, do it to propagate perpetu- the species? it's more perpetuation. But, like, they also move, and they move on to new environments and stuff. I so they are spreading. The, 
Okay. <laughs> I think the implication is that it's happening all over the place. Mm. It's just that mm. it all leads to this one, like all roads lead to to mm. Tokyo, so to speak, mm-hmm. in that like this one portal leads to the same neighborhood, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. That all is kind right. yeah. I yeah, I don't. It's not good. No, that's fine. It has its moments. Like uh, the the building of the fantastical elements uh, was kind of fun. Like where you, oh. you you sort of know that like something is up. Well, but surely. It, it, it yeah. takes a long time to get to the like uh, like Lee was saying when he like lifts up the curb and like shoves a thing under and you go like whoa that's new okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this whole like alien reveal thing on the kid that ages like extremely fast. And yeah, whatever. right. Well, yeah. all right, but just one one step back. A cuckoo also doesn't only lay one egg, right? Sure. It's 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 probably more like once per season or whatever. So it's like a constantly shifting thing. So like, where does the like they do still have, they're still trying to continue the species by creating as many viable offspring as possible. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. so. My the reason I asked that is one because I thought you would know, you fucking nerd, and two. <laughs> Hey, you want um, to talk about D and D monsters again? <laughs> not really. Uh, off mic. Um, <laughs> no, you don't even want to hear it. Then I know. <laughs> no, uh, uh, mostly I asked that just to see, like, okay, how how true to their metaphor were they sticking? I was just curious. I was going to yeah. say the the cuckoo thing is so heavy handed too. It was almost like disappointing because they do show you right up front, like here's a bunch of cuckoos and you go mm. like immediately you go like, Oh, they're doing that. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. The, the opening of the movie is like a montage of like what cuckoos do. And then mm-hmm. like two minutes in one of, uh, Imogen's, uh, students sees these like baby birds dead on the ground and and she's like what did that to the birds and she was like it might have been a cuckoo that's just what cuckoos do like so they like they lay it out for you like there's no guessing like cuckoos uh in russian folklore are a harbinger of death um you uh you well sort of it's it's more like you walk into the woods uh alone and you say cuckoo cuckoo how many years do i have left and the number of cause that you hear is the number of years you have left. So it's more like as long as you hear cuckoos, which you always do in a Russian forest, you'll live forever. Uh, right. Sure. But it also is the cuckoo who gets to decide when you die. Yeah. yeah. Right. Guys, well, don't hold on. Turns really. out in can, this case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you guys, can you hold on for just a really, sorry, mm-hmm. one quick second. I need. Hey. <laughs> Yo, cuckoo! What? Uh, cuckoo! Oh. Cuckoo! Like 12? Really? Oh, that's not... Alright. Uh, well, eh, good chat. Sorry, guys, I had to check on something. Well, I guess I would have guessed 12 is not bad. I mean, oh, you heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this is just a little preview of of what you'll uh, expect if you come see my uh, Dirty Dancing <laughs> prequel in Black Box Jesus. Theater. The first show to sell zero tickets is that even possible? <laughs> like, how? Even his friends and family didn't come. Amazing. I t- I I told Zach this earlier today, but like <laughs> one of the more depressing moments of my life was. Uh, seeing a woman that i had seen in a one woman show at a black box theater in my hometown in like a local law firm commercial and realizing like oh 
she's never going to make it. (laughs) I like that you even had the hope. Like, if I would have seen that, my thought would have been like, Oh, she got a commercial. Cool. Good for her. <laughs> no, it was she looked she looked a little bit like Emma Thompson, so I was like, you know what, maybe. Oh, She's okay. you know, let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. I yeah. so I went to Rich Kid High School. We had at least you know, a few kids that definitely thought they were gonna be Broadway stars or maybe even Hollywood actors. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching them on Facebook throughout college and post college realize that that was definitely not gonna happen was weirdly cathartic for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't feel yeah. great about it, but like yeah. they also all mostly sucked, so you know that's yeah. how it goes, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. The real villains of your story are people yeah. who want to follow their dreams. It's true. Yeah. Private school villains are the theater kids and not the like weird jockey kids somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh Timothy, we get it. Stop singing Pippin yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um I don't I don't really have shit to say about this movie. You got shit to say about this movie? No, not really. Um it was underwhelming, um, both for me and for the world, I think. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, um oh I guess I, I was do, excited I when I saw that trailer. I just then it immediately escaped my brain and I never thought about it again. You did the right thing. I mm-hmm. it's really yeah. I remember like the sizzle shot from the trailer is just the two of them staring at the camera holding a baby, and like that is the peak of the movie. Yep. Like just that it that is it is one of those still frame. Both by watching the trailer and even from watching like five minutes of the actual movie, you go like I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it goes mm-hmm. on for like a hundred minutes and you go. Yeah, this is what this was what we talked about. It it is about a hundred minutes long. Mm-hmm. This could have been easily 70 minutes yeah for sure it could have been an extra special episode of twilight zone yeah yes yeah honestly actually it feels a lot like that because of the general tone of the thing i honestly think that the twilight zone has pretty much done that but uh it would surprise me yeah the whole thing felt like second act bullshit it was like Mm -hmm. the right the first act took five minutes and then the third act took about 50 to 20 maybe yeah well, that was that's what you you were saying, Zach. Is like it gets to where it's going immediately, yeah, yeah. and then it just hangs out there for so fucking for long. Well, yeah. I mean, and then there's and then there's ten minutes left in the movie, and then everything wraps up, yep. and it's like in an ye- interesting corollary. I did kill a Dracula in the opening scene of mine. <laughs> right, but then cool stuff happened uh, in yeah, between. Yeah, right, it seems yeah. like your second act like had some shit going on, which you know it should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did kill a Dracula. A Dracula. <laughs> a this Moth movie Man. notably lacked a swamp thing. Would have reveled in that, but oh alas, my god, no what I would give for a swamp thing! I know yeah. <laughs> my kingdom for a swamp thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. It's like newer, and I think that's why I suggested it. Uh, and I guess it came it was out one this of those, year, like, correct? If I yeah, it came out in March this year. Um, I I think if I put so if I put like six months, which I did in between watching it and uh, thinking about it, it was mm-hmm. like fondly remembered. And yet mm-hmm. at the time I, you know, felt much like Lee is describing, which is just like, eh. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's, it's basically uh, a movie version of Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so is that. I also wanted it to have a more interesting like color palette because they're, they're the whole movie is playing with this like really beige, hyper. Though, right. Yeah, it's like a hyper real everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like, like weird they, pastels, kind of. It has like an well, they stuck with they stuck with a green pastel, and like yeah. that's fine. But like I was like, oh yeah, pastel. Why not just do all pastel and drive them even crazier? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, that would drive me crazy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be a regular fine young cannibal. <laughs> she drives me crazy. Hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. This is where uh, we and are. now we're and now we're bankrupt. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we, we didn't play that much of it. <laughs> That's fair use. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. You can like up thing... to thirty seconds or some shit. I don't know. Oh yeah, you can do a ton. Yeah. And there's no video <laughs> here. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And no one listens. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I was surprised, uh, I thought that there would be, like, this looks like a movie that would be attached to a director that, like, I feel like did other shit in this general area. Uh, mm-hmm. But this guy has done honestly not much. Hmm. Um, like, yeah, he's done a couple short this, films was... and he did another horror movie, I think. Yeah. But, like, truly not very much. Um, but the the reach on this of, like, I mean, he really kind of went out on a limb uh, with the, like, boringness of the whole thing. Where it's like, <laughs> I could see a much more established director being like, yeah, I'm putting my foot down. Like, this is the movie I want. But you I, know I can't imagine, kinda... like, sending this to the, the production company afterwards and then being like, oh, one of the 14 right, production companies. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You you know what this kind of, what this reminded me of, kind of in structure, um, was m- Mother. Um, uh, another mm-hmm. movie a lot of people like and yet i don't think any of us liked so yeah i don't like it uh we should so, make our own movie that... called mother with an interabang at the end uh that might be we'd have to check on the albert brooks movie from the 90s uh, because he made a movie called mother yeah. and i don't know what the punctuation i i think like. the new one has at least an exclamation point no, it's it is an exclamation yeah. point. That's yeah. why ours will have an interabang or like mm. a lozenge or yeah. a paraph mm-hmm. of some variety, like any kind of semi-obscure punctuation. Let's Love make it. it happen. Perfect. Well, like it's it's like you're saying, Zach. Like that movie, Mother, is a movie that like an established director is like, this is my thing I want to do, right. and it's like just a kind of droning story although that one has a lot more going on mm, um, yeah. or at least a lot more to look at let's put it that yeah, way sure. yeah i don't think sure. it has much going on True. intellectually <laughs> uh and then it loops around and starts again you mm-hmm. know it's like yeah yeah but yeah it was confusing i mean unless this movie costs like a hundred thousand dollars and they were just like fine you win like we'll sell five tickets that'll make the money back like yeah, I was surprised that it... I mean, I don't know it. what it cost. It doesn't... Um... It couldn't have been too much. I mean, it takes place in a house. That's it. So. Sounds like I it's mean, a it does, lot it... of effects, just like doing a doing a clone. Um, just, just doing a clone in Photoshop of a house yeah, a million times. Yeah. Build one house, clone mm-hmm. it a million right. times. And the, yeah. A lot of that. There are some, like, uh, some effects, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, so by the way, I, I I was just trying to see what the the budget was. I I don't have that, but I can tell you the box office. Okay, uh, it's one hundred twenty three thousand dollars. So cool, cool. limited. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it did come out March twenty seventh of this year, so that would have been. Oh yeah, most that's things a... are shutting down. Or oh, bad, you're right. That's yeah, a that's a good time. point. Um, but so let me tell this you, this is up for an Oscar. You say it came. Uh, huh. no, maybe. <laughs> Really? Um, well, no, just just because it came out. Oh, oh, it, it's in the pool, and the sampling yep. rate is very bad this year. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, so as we were as we were talking about this, this movie is an Irish, Danish, Belgian co-production. <laughs> Woof. Here are here are some of the production companies involved. This isn't even all of them. This is just some of them. X Y Z Films, Fantastic Films, Fracas Productions, 
ping pong film. Voo. <laughs> BTV. Vertigo releasing. Ardmore Studios. Uh, like it's oh, just it's Jesus it's endless. Christ. Are these like, just like Jesse Eisenberg's friends all like made LLCs and they were like, all right, we'll give you like ten bucks and then like put us in yeah. the thing. Like <laughs> Yeah, this is like the Veronica Mars of movies that I also didn't see. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that one was about as good as this movie, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. But you really liked the sequel series, didn't you? I do. Well, I, I'm a sucker for anything VM, but uh mm. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I also we... like virtual machines. I use them literally every day. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually don't like those VMs, <laughs> but I like the the Mars averse. Yeah. Get oh, your ass the eyes, it. the eyes of Laura, the um, mm-hmm. uh, ghost, the ghost of, of. <laughs> the, the red, the blue, the green. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, we should make a documentary called "The Red, the Blue, and the Green." <laughs> I mean, isn't there a series of movies called Three Colors, Red, Blue, and oh, what's the other one? It doesn't matter. I was thinking, it's I was thinking of like a play off of The Blue and the Gray or something like that. Like it's like oh. a Civil War thing, but it's actually about Marxist Mars colonization. Oh, I was going to do the history of CRT televisions, but... Um... <laughs> mm. no, that's, that's, that's the, Let, let's the all yellow, the magenta, own. and the green. Yeah. yeah, let's make our own versions of this and then we can... Put them on episode 500 or something. Yeah, I'm just going to watch three foreign movies and you're going to do a lot of work. Yeah, so sure. we're good. And I, I need a 5% stake for $60 million or whatever the mm-hmm. shit you keep saying. Oh, that's even more than that's I asked for. That's that's like a billion dollar movie. <laughs> <laughs> Unprecedented. <laughs> you can yeah. call me James Cameron. Because... <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, if there ever is one, it'll be him. Yeah, that's yep. true. Uh, okay, shall we yep. rate? Yep. Okay. Uh, on IMDb, this has 31-ish thousand votes uh, mm-hmm. and a, I would say... Again, it is it is new and it's on Prime, so like yeah. a lot of people probably watched it recently. Right, right, certainly. Um, I would say a pretty fair 5.8. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, if that were an earthquake, it'd be enough to kill a decent amount of people. True. Uh, this one killed at least two. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There we are. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Lee, you want to <laughs> kick Christ. us off here? Yeah, I, I this movie's whatever. I don't know, 4.2. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Straight at it. Yep. Seth, yep. your your super dope uh, dark universe uh, fun times with swamp fucking thing in a trench coat, baby. <laughs> 10, 10, yes! 10, 10, 10. Wow. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> Oh. You know, uh, I'm going to give you a score two fewer than the uh, number the cuckoo told me I was going to It's true. Into. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, well, thank yeah, you, OG. Lee. Uh, it, was, uh, it was fun to write. Yeah. I. It, it's fun. When, like, rarely have any of us come up with a thing that we've liked recently, and you came into this enjoying the thing that you did, and that mm-hmm. really, like, sets the, the tone for the Yeah, and thing. I had, like, a long-ass day of stupid, meaningless meetings at work, and then, um, yeah. uh, yeah, and then I was like, you know what, and uh, a half an hour before we're supposed to start, and then an hour before we actually started, I'm just gonna start writing. Yep. Just whatever diarrhea comes out of me. Yep. <laughs> That's my usual standard. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is true. But it was fun. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, OG movie uh, is fine. Um, I agree with Lee's original assessment, which is don't bother with this. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I there's don't... so many other spooky tobers. Um, yeah, there's plenty yeah. of other stuff I'll watch uh, yeah. this month. Oh yeah, especially uh, if if y'all are like me, anyone out there, and have a Criterion uh, account. There's going to be so many 70s horror movies added on there for October. Uh, yeah. Get on that, Austin, the only person listening, <laughs> maybe, who has a Criterion account. <laughs> sure enough, sure enough. Good uh, yeah. Sorry I cut you off, Zach. I just got excited about it's that. quite all right. Mm-hmm. No, that's important uh, Criterion news, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth and I are too poor to have that shit, so yeah, we got to keep true. us abreast of all the, the cool happenings. All, all the things we can't watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go for eight. Uh, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's fine. very middling. Like, Imogen Poots is great. Uh, I like her in most things. Jesse Eisenberg is exactly the thing you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, n- none of it is like intriguing in any new way, for sure. Um, Seth, your movie again, fantastic. Um, Swamp Thing. Like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> it's the thing we all needed. <laughs> I... <laughs> he's, he's both the hero we needed and the hero we deserve. Yeah. Uh, and also, he always truly, does start he out is as the son the of God. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks that he's a monster, but he's not. In the new TV show, Samuel, He has extremely then... soulful eyes in my film. Sure. Extremely soulful. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and he sings a lot of uh, Brooklyn Bridge songs. Mm-hmm. Young girl, get out of my home. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and I do like the, I think I said Deadpool when you were uh, doing your story. And it's like a less like stupid over the top version of that. But any kind of uh, hero movie that doesn't take itself too seriously, like kind mm-hmm. of Ant-Man, but yours seemed like even a little funnier, honestly. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Pretty goofy. So your movie yeah. is just the scenes with Michael Payne. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Let's let's cast him as all the Swamp Things. <laughs> Can we just cast him as everybody? I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. so good. Definitely. Let's fire Jesse Eisenberg and cast him as Jesse Eisenberg and Swamp Thing. <laughs> Oh, I'd 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 buy that for a dollar. Yeah. He plays a good sidekick, uh, like a good goof sidekick. Like, yeah, that's what that's what this yeah. movie needs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'm going ten too. Let's, <gasps> let's hey! fucking do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm waiting to be impressed. <laughs> that is Sean Connery in another team up movie with monsters. The Leave Extraordinary oh, Gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, Woof. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know how to recover from that, from yeah. even mentioning League of Extraordinary Children. <laughs> cursed film. It's a cursed film. It Indeed it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, fellas. Uh, I, I liked writing it. It was fun. Um, yeah, man. No. Good. Fun romp. Great stuff. And, and way more dialogue than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Way to fucking put the time in. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Um, so next week I'm like a guest of the show (laughs) we made that joke yeah (laughs) given an effort yeah Um, next week we're going back to a movie that I have watched and Seth has watched part of that we planned to do before we I think Seth remembered that it was Spooky Tober Lee is going to be doing Just Cause Um, yeah remember that oh which has Sean Connery in it it does this does does have Sean Connery in it Mm -hmm. it sure does oh man I have to find my copy of it Uh, I I, I have it don't worry I I have it we can figure it out yeah Um, it's gonna be maybe even less fun than this movie (laughs) (laughs) wait Seth this is for Seth only 
I found a copy of Just Cause, but I lost it. <laughs> Why? Um, and and as another spooky tober comes to a close, I, I want to say my last recommendation for the month oh, is. Fuck. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, because I keep I keep just remembering at the last minute. Um, I I know I think uh, by this time I forget which streaming service, but uh, Paranorman, uh, oh, animated yeah. film a from one. a couple years back, mm-hmm. is is going to be streaming. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you should really watch it. It is, it's kind of spooky, scary, and also it has some really great messages about understanding. Um, probably the best representation of like just hey, it turns out that characters can be gay and it's not important that I've ever seen in a movie. Mm. And um, this is like a kids movie, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. It's, is it claymation? Yeah. I the, feel like it's claymation, but it might be It is. It's it's stop motion. Yeah. It's it's Leica. It's the company that did Coraline and oh, yeah. Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, which um, I very cool. much enjoyed both of those. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Great movie. Anybody else got another uh, spooky tober? I have yet to reiterate. I made it through three more Friday the Thirteenth movies, and (laughs) I want to call. If there's like a governing body, it's not IMDb. The police. I don't know. I'm going to call somebody (laughs) and and ask them to define what constitutes a movie, and then get Friday the Thirteenth, the entire series, stricken from the record because they are not fucking movies. I don't know. Do you think Gordon Sumner has that kind of heat? Can he do that? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, <laughs> that's that stings real I'm, day. I'm, I'm gonna call my fucking senator and demand that this go to the top of the list. Because <laughs> god damn it, these movies are not movies. Like it's just which, like which murder. One? Wait five minutes. Murder. Tits. Murder. Tits. Wait five minutes. Tits. Murder. End of movie or end of which a thing one? that they claim is a movie. It's infuriating. <laughs> which, which one are you on right now? Huh? Oh, I made it through six. I have seven, and All then right. Takes Manhattan is coming up, which you allege is your favorite, and everyone on the internet alleges is the literal worst. <laughs> I cannot imagine how it can get worse than it already is in my fucking brain. <laughs> he punches a guy's head off, Zach. It's okay. so good. I mean, like that's what I'm hoping is like it gets so much more insane that it's actually fun for once. These have been like. It's like listening to a child on YouTube talk about nothing, but they're all like 97 minutes long. It's so <laughs> terrible. Oh, God. They're just. Oh, trash. man. Hey, hey you, you want to watch uh, 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 Friday the 13th Takes Manhattan together? Because I'll watch that. We should. Oh, yeah. That sounds that would fun. Be, I've, I've never yeah. seen it. Uh, so, uh, Same. Yeah. Oh, go. I'm sure it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I remember loving yeah. it. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say everyone should watch the original What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, that's a very oh. fun movie. That's a spooky Tober movie. It's very goofy. And it has um, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi and all those guys. So, all them yeah. good boys. Yeah. Yep. Right on. And I think I I just want to just as we as we head into uh, November for this year, just uh, remember everyone, if you keep Spooky Tober in your heart, it'll be with you all year long. You know, like it doesn't have to just be October to be to be crinkly and 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 autumny and 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 someone save me uh, um <laughs> full, full full of skeletons and and uh, yeah exactly uh, and shit. I'll watch what Ghost is watching. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, what a fucking horrible ending. <laughs> and that's the cut. <laughs>